Welcome to the Speaking of Tangents podcast, a podcast for your ears. In season two, for both of your ears. What'll happen in season three? Wait and find out. And speaking of season three, maybe you've seen Stranger Things season three. We don't actually talk about that today at all on this podcast because it just came out like a week ago and we don't want to spoil anything. Plus, I probably need to think about it some more. But anyway, that mall in there is near my house. I'm Jason. Hey, it's KJ, and in this week's episode, we welcome Claire Natola to the third chair, along with a fourth and a fifth chair. And we kick it all off with Week in Review, and we get right into it. Um, sorry about that. Up next, we'll get into a quiz. The very last quiz of ten questions. Not the very last quiz overall, just the last one to have, you know, ten questions. We'll discuss some states and some other stuff. And we'll wrap it all up with feedback. All that, plus several conversational tangents. In a week, things happen. Yes, they do. And now we'll review. Yes, we will. Those things that happened. The things that happened. It's the speaking of tangents. Week in review. What is up this past, what, three weeks now? Something like that? It's been a What's while. What's going on? Good is up. Yeah. We got Claire Natola back with us in the third chair. Welcome Good back, Claire. Morning. Hi. It's Thank you. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Whew, I'm all Man, choked my up. My voice is not there this morning. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been, what, three weeks? You could have told me it'd been three months. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> so think it's I'm not, been that long. I'm not really in it right now, so. Well, good is up because Claire's here and Jason, I haven't talked to you in a couple weeks, but I have to say I am, I am peeved this morning about two different things. Uh-oh. Okay, okay, so the first one, the first one is just, I'm frustrated with the medical system. And the second one. Well, just stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's. The, we could talk about this for yes, the rest, but it's the rest not, of the eternity. It's not insurance. It's the medical system. Well, For yeah, once, it's you, not insurance. Insurance is just a piece of well, this. Well, it and could be The problems insurance. with insurance are also the, the way the, the medical whole establishment, all of it is. How it all runs, yes. yes. So it is insurance, but not directly. Um, and the okay, second before one. You get, before, before you start, our... Claire and I, are we going to hold court on this? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> are we going um, sure, to render you... judgment on, yes, you should have been mad, or no, you should yes, have been mad? Yes, okay. but, but... yes. It's just a different mindset. i got to put on my the judges. Second one, <laughs> the second one, I, I feel like we'll all be on the same page, and that one is more, uh, more sadness, I think, but masked mm. by anger, so I don't start crying like a baby. So anyway, I think, <laughs> I think we'll agree on the second one. Okay, so the first thing, I don't think I've talked about my back problem on this podcast but jason you will know about my back because i could not hit the ball when we when we jingle golfed a few weeks ago i thought you did pretty good but you did it was like after half the shot you were like oh, oh the, <laughs> the very first shot it hurt and yeah, that yeah. i had been able to golf all summer up to that point my back was hurting but i had not had a problem golfing and so i was kind of shocked that my first shot hurt maybe i was trying to crush it too much i don't know but anyway it was not impress, a good round you know. 
me and Sean and Jim. Yes, yes. So my back's been bothering me probably for two to three months. Um, Welcome to your 40s. <laughs> yeah, but it's not that kind of back. I know I, I pretty much have diagnosed it and I've been treating it mm-hmm. on my own, but it's not getting much better with my own self-treatment. So what I think it is is a herniated disc. Uh-oh. Oh. Um, I'll tell you this. It just doesn't get any better. Well, herniated discs learned. can get better. Well, As a PT, like, I have gotten is, many of them better, but it depends but on how a, bad it is. But as you get to a certain age, as we are all of a certain age, mm-hmm. it just it doesn't ever get back to where it was. No, but it should should be able to get better enough so that I can work oh, yeah. and golf. Yeah, right now, work is really hard. So anyway, mm. my insurance does not require a referral from my primary doctor to see a specialist. And and I know that going to my primary doctor is pretty much a waste of time because I know what they're going to do. They're going to refer me to a specialist. They might take an x-ray, which will not show anything if it's a herniated disc, but they're, they'll end up spending, sending me to a specialist. So I, I want to cut that. I don't need to do that. So my insurance doesn't require that. So I, yesterday I called a spine specialty clinic, and I won't mention the name, but I will say they're a very prominent, well-known healthcare facility in Minnesota. People come from all over the country and all over the world, really, to go here. But I won't, I won't, I won't mention who they are. So the I call. Clinic. So I, I call them, and they start asking. I don't know. I'm just guessing. I mean, obviously, I know, but I, I don't know because you told me. No, so I didn't continue. tell you. So they start asking me the standard questions: When did your back pain begin? Um, is it associated with work comp or a third party claim? Have you had a? C- I hate, 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 hate that. That's like the second question. Yep. And then the third I question the same thing. is, have you had a CT or MRI of the area in the last two years? Well, first of all, lady, I told you it was only two months. So no, the answer to that question is no. So anyway, I tell them the answer two, three months. I say no to the other questions. Then she starts typing in her computer and then, and then she starts reading to me, obviously reading because she's, it's from a script because she's not, you can tell she's reading and she's like, Thank you for entrusting us with your medical care. We value your trust and blah, blah, blah. She's reading this, this to in me. Person? This is not a robot. She's reading this to me. In person, she's reading this. It's not on the phone or anything. No, it's on the phone. Oh, well, well, yeah, well that's not an actual doctor. No, but she's, a, she's the receptionist that schedules the appointments. She's the person that they hire. She's probably working at her house. She might be, but in, she still you know, doesn't California. Have, she still can try to mix it up a little bit instead of reading right off of a oh, script. Oh no. No, 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 no. I've had one of these jobs before. No. If you go off of the script, they get angry at you and they record your calls. Okay, well anyway, she read this to me. She did not speak it of her own words. This is not her fault, is what I'm saying. This is terrible. I no, hate this. No, it's not her fault. fault. It's not her fault. But I just get I do not like the scripted things. I just think oh. they're dumb. Nobody does. So that's that is not what I'm mad about. Although it sounds like I am because it only just added another wrinkle of madness. But she basically said, "I we can't schedule you an appointment. Please contact your primary care physician and get a referral for an MRI or a CT scan of the area. And then once you have those, you may call us back to schedule an appointment." Mm-hmm. That's what I'm mad about. That is common procedure, though. It has not been common procedure where I have been as a PT. They usually save MRI and CT 
what usually happens is the primary doctor or the back specialist sends them to PT first. And then if PT can't improve them, that MRI is the next step. Do you know how much money MRIs cost? Oh, yeah. Yeah, believe me. I've paid for three in the past three or four yes, years. Yes, and I have a high deductible plan. Mm. And well, I mean... I do Everybody not. Does now. I do not need. There's no low deductible plan. Anymore. I may not even need an MRI. And the fact, the, the point thing. that I have to get one of these before they will even look at me. What happened to physicians using their own diagnostic and clinical skills? Why do lawyers, we need lawyers? Lawyers happen. People sue over everything. So if you went to the doctor and they did, or a physical therapist and they did some sort of treatment that seemed, you know, reasonable. The person could still sue you if you didn't do the investigative work ahead of time of an MRI or a CT scan or an X-ray. I had to go get multiple X-rays before they would before they would refer me to physical therapy for my back. And it just so ha- they were going to send me for an MRI, but the one orthopedic specialist I went to finally saw something on an X-ray that the regular doctors had missed. Which I mean, he's a specialist; he should see extra stuff. He should catch stuff that they shouldn't get that the other doctor, regular general practitioner shouldn't catch, but they won't do that stuff anymore without the scans because it is so number one, you're right. It's a, it's a racket there. It's the medical mm-hmm. whole establishment there. They've, they've set it up to make money. It's for profit and it shouldn't be for profit. It should be everybody gets healthcare and we're breaking even here, and we're paying our people that work here, but we're not making billions of dollars off of this as a corporation and CEOs. Right, and especially when they call themselves a nonprofit organization. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't understand how you... I, we should probably look into that. No, that would just make me crazy. Um, <laughs> so it's the... But the second part of that is people will sue... If you went to physical, if some people, if they went to the doctor and the doctor said, yeah, you just need to go to physical therapy for, you know, four weeks and then we'll see and then we'll get a scan after that if it doesn't get any better, which is totally the way they used to do it. Mm -hmm. Now, if they did that and that person got hurt doing the physical therapy because there was something in there that you couldn't see without the CT scan or the MRI, then that person is going to sue that physician or that, that, that insurance company or that, you know, medical, what, because look. Around, I don't know if it's the same. I'm assuming it is where you guys live, but where I live now, it's basically two or three major hospital systems that have gathered up all the doctors. It's like mm-hmm. they all, it's two or three different places you can go to. And it doesn't matter what doctor you go to or what office or what kind of specialist, it's within this hospital system. Yeah. Or this other hospital system. Now, I live kind of in between two of them, so I can choose. So that's good. But still, I'm still within their system, and I have to go by their rules to do anything, basically. Yeah, now. yeah. That's the same here. There's two or three different places. Yeah. And it wasn't like that, you know, 10 years ago. But we wonder why our health care costs are through the roof in this country. This kind People of crap. People are greedy. People are greedy. That's what it is. They're greedy. That's, that's, it's money. It gets what it all, everything comes down to. People are greedy. But here's oh, what. I, I totally understand what you're saying about this. I, I'd still be mad about the. The script, the woman, it's not her fault, but the fact that they make her read that and she has, she, she probably didn't understand half the words she's saying. Well, then I said, can you double check with the actual clinic that I actually have to have this? And she said she did anyway. She left me for a few minutes and basically repeated the same script. And the reason they do. called her boss or her supervisor who lives in, you know, California and she lives in Oklahoma and she's 
Look, they're they're they advertise <laughs> for these kind of jobs all the time, and it's everything from they literally have them now where they take your order at a at a drive through. Like half the time when you go to a drive through for fast food or whatever, you're not talking to a person inside the thing. You're talking to somebody that's at their house taking your order. Are you kidding? That happens. Mm-hmm. I saw I saw advertising jobs for that mm, three or four years ago because I was looking at, hey, you know, maybe I'd like to pick up part time income on the side here, you know, where I could work from home and, you know, just be on the phone and, and do like phone tech support is what I was looking for mm-hmm. or like support for like. um Basically, you know, um, if you're having an, an issue with, you know, a computer or something like that. Yeah. Because I used to do that, you know, 20 years ago. Or engineering stuff. Just anything like that mm-hmm. is what I was looking into. And the people were like, here's some job listings we think, at, you know, when you go when you fill out an application. And it was just this one, like, company that was like, hey, we're interested in talking to you about this. And they sent me a, a list of jobs. And this is probably six or seven years ago. And half of them were stuff that I never would have even thought people could do from home. Wow. But it's all kinds of stuff. It's all kinds of stuff. So, I mean, it's anything you can, whenever you're talking to somebody and you're not talking to them face to face, they might not even be in the same location as you are. Yeah. I I think you're probably right about that for the most part, but I do think that this organization, they actually do have those people physically come to work at the premises because I've seen them in action. Well, some of them do, but not always. Maybe. Anyway, she came back and told me the same thing. So I was not able to schedule the appointment. So now I'm looking for a place that does not require me to go out and get a $2,500 test prior to going in and through the door. That might be difficult. probably not going to find it, yeah. Not anymore. Yeah, well, you can tell that I have been out of outpatient PT for a while and in, in the nursing home because I didn't know this new rule was in existence. It's pretty frustrating for me because the Hall of Famers medical bills are through the roof this year. We, and, of course, we're in two separate banks, even though we're on the same plan. So nothing that I do. She maxed out, but I didn't max out, which I don't, also don't think is fair. Now, that, that is that insurance is a, related. But that's a, you, you should be able to fix that. Yeah, but they yeah, don't. The it's a family plan. plan, but it's not a family bank. Of money, then you should you should look at different insurance because that's not right. You can definitely get plans where there's you a have family a overall max for your family. It's a lot more. Mm-hmm. Like our deductible for our, for our four person plan is like fourteen thousand dollars per year. Yeah, and and that... not everything and not everything you pay into it goes towards the the deductible, which is stupid. Yeah, well, this was the best plan that we found out there. So Claire, what do you think? Should I, should I be mad about this or is this just what I, I just have to suck this up? Both. <laughs> Both. Yeah, that's exactly, that's the perfect answer. I yeah. think, I think that the fact that you are in the medical profession is what makes you more angry. Um, Absolutely. Because but you're on the other end of it. If it had happened to me, I, I just would have been like, Oh, okay. They're telling me I need to, you know, I, I, like I just wouldn't know any better, you know? Yeah. So well, I think people might be like, oh, good. I'm glad they're doing their homework first. Right. Um, right. And from my perspective, I kind of know what it is. And I do want an MRI down the road just to double check. But I don't necessarily want to pay for it up front. What if I get better between now and three months when I can actually see the doctor? Then I've gotten this MRI. Anyway, 
I kind of know what's going on. I also think if I knew anybody who knew anyone in that office, they would let me come in. And that also makes me mad. They would be in serious trouble if they let that happen. But it happens because we have done it before with the Hall of Famer who was referred by her primary doctor in this town. And they let her see him, the doctor at the spine clinic, without having an MRI. I think I'm right on that. That was just two years ago. Why don't you go to that same doctor then? Because I tried him first yesterday and they said, well, you do, we no longer see any back pain patients in this town. You have to go to hmm. blank. Maybe, maybe the Hall of Famer messed things up for you. <laughs> maybe so. <laughs> that, is, that is a good point. I will say that I think this back pain did start from taking care of the Hall of Famer in the beginning of her recovery process. Oh, so it all goes wait. back to one root call. Yep, there. the Hall of Famer. Okay, let me get to the other one that I do think that both of you will agree with me on. Um. My dad's young three or four year old sweet as can be schnauzer dog was hit and killed by a car the other day. Oh, no. And do you think the driver even stopped? Oh, God. No, of course not. What do you mean, of course not? If you hit a dog, would you stop? Absolutely. But I know also know I am not most people. Yeah. I would like to think that most people would stop. I think you have a very Pollyanna view of humanity, unfortunately. I, I'm not saying you know I'm what percentage you're, wise, you're right. I think 80% of people would stop. No, I think 80% of people would not stop nowadays. Claire, where are you on this breakdown? 50, 50. It's yeah, always 50. That's probably right. Actually, but it's just heartbreaking. My dad is 80 and he lives by himself. Mm-hmm. And this dog was his best buddy. Oh. Was this in, is he in Montana? He's in Montana. Um, yeah, I, and I'm um, to be honest with you, I, this is not saying anything about people in Montana. I feel like people that live in Montana, this is maybe my bias. Careful now. This is where I'm people from. People live in Montana. I, I'm thinking about moving to Montana. You know this. Yes. Soon to be a dental floss tycoon. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, but carry on <clears throat> to start a call center for spine injuries and tell people they need MRIs. Yeah. <laughs> There's uh, money in that, believe me. Yeah, believe me. Um, it's the issue of people that live in that part of the country tend to be more outdoors, woodsy, survival of the fittest, live and let live. Oh, I killed an animal. Well, it was just a wild animal. I'm gonna keep going. I don't. I don't. They think might. So. They might not even have known it was the dog. It was somebody's pet dog. This they might have was, thought, oh, that was a raccoon. This was in the state capital, right in the city. Well, I've been to Montana. Even in cities in Montana, it's still Montana. Yeah. It's not downtown Atlanta. I can't agree with that. I can agree with that. I can maybe say that 80% of people would not stop. I might agree with you on that. But I can't be trashing my entire state, my home state. I'm not trashing it. I'm saying it's different. Yes. It's actually preferable to me. I think that still, if someone hit something they would still step out of the car and see what it was. And then they might choose to w- drive away if it was a raccoon. I, I think I would. I don't, I think it's, I think it's more likely that people just kept going instead of even stopping. So the, would you stop Claire? I certainly think I would. 
I, so I, I mean, I don't know, like, you know, in the moment, I, I don't know if I could definitively answer what would happen in the moment. Would it be yeah. like, yeah. oh, crap, did I, what did I just do kind of thing, you know? I mean, was that I, a squirrel? Was that, a, you know, a small, you know, yeah. varmint? I mean, right. I'm 99% sure that I would. Um, How big is this dog? It's a schnauzer. a schnauzer. Do you know what a schnauzer is? A schnauzer is probably 15 to 20 pounds. Not very big. Yeah. 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 That's it's. I'm definitely stopping if it's bigger than even if it's a squirrel, like because I've hit squirrels in my neighborhood before yeah. in the 20 years living here. There's this neighborhood is squirrel packed. Mm -hmm. So I've I've ran over a couple of squirrels in, in my time living here accidentally. And I've stopped and looked like in the rearview mirror to be like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, squirrels. And if it was anything bigger than a squirrel, I am absolutely it, getting out. Well, exactly. Yeah. You know, when you've hit a fifteen-pound dog, it's going to feel different than a squirrel. Probably. Well, and the other thing too is, I mean, if I hit it and it's just injured, I would want to get it medical attention ASAP. Yeah, and that's what happened or in this case. The dog was rushed to the vet and died. Oh, much so, later. Well, okay. Much oh. later, my dad had gone That's home rough. and they said, we want to keep him overnight for observation. And then he called a few hours and he said, your little guy passed. And oh. my dad was not with him. My dad was at home. And it's just heartbreaking for me. Yeah. yeah. And worse for my dad, obviously. So, yeah. yes, it, it, the dog was still alive. Mm -hmm. my, and my dad can't move very fast. And finally, they found him about a half a mile away. Oh, and they dad loaded him up in the car, so he was still living. So you know, oh I don't know that I don't know if that car, if the driver of the car picking him up would have made that much more difference. But you just hope that people would at least stop and see what they hit. Yeah, I don't stop it's, when I see a squirrel, but I usually know that it's a squirrel because I see it coming, and I know that I can either hit it or swerve and roll the car. So I hit it. You know that in the moment. Right. And right. you know you've hit a squirrel. And like you said, Jason, you look in the rearview mirror and you're like, oh, man, sorry. Or if a bird comes and you hit a bird, it's like, oh, shoot. But you know it. You see it ahead of time usually. Right. Yeah. Jason's wife ran into a goose, like a Canadian Ooh. goose that flew like she was like on the like one of the um, extensions of the highway here. Mm hmm. Uh, like a bypass. But like it hadn't been open very long and it was like no traffic out there. And a goose flew across this bridge she was on and like into the grate of the front of the car. Oh, now she knew she hit feathers. that. Oh, it was all oh. over the car. Oh, it was disgusting. But see, for me, something to, personal pets are different than geese and squirrels. And well, obviously, but it, here's the other thing if I mean, well, as far as stopping. I'm sure right. it, Jason's well, wife could didn't also, stop and say. Well, she stopped to get out and look at the car to make sure that she could still drive. Oh, sure. I mean, yeah. Those things are big. Yes, they are. Bigger and, than a schnauzer, I would guess. Uh, yeah. The, if. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> That's Frankie. What is that? That's that Frankie. Is Frankie. I'll tell you about Frankie shortly. Frankie okay. the cat? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, knowing that it didn't kill the dog right away makes me think maybe the person just clipped the dog and didn't even realize it. If think of think it, cause I'm trying, I'm trying to give people the benefit of the doubt. I know before I was not because uh -huh. I think people are usually in general, not very thoughtful, but maybe it was like a big giant, you know, logging truck that uh -huh. would have just hit. Cause that dog is small enough to do enough damage to the dog that, you know, but if they, if they thought it was somewhat okay at the vet, 
for say to say, hey, you go home, we're going to keep him overnight, then it wasn't, you know, oh, this thing isn't going to make it obvious right away. So maybe it was a large vehicle and they didn't even realize it. I mean, there's all kinds of possibilities here. Yeah. Well, I hope that's what it was. Um, yeah. But, it but ended I mean, up, like you he said, ended up having the, blood in his lungs and that's what, that's what happened. But yeah. So that's, that's bad. Yeah. So I hope, so Claire, is your story about Frankie the cat a little bit more um, uplifting than the story of my dad's dog? Oh, absolutely. If, okay. As long as you can, can laugh at my pain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll give myself mm-hmm. permission. <laughs> I give you permission, which is even better. Yes. Um, so I'm in Louisville, Kentucky this week. I am cat sitting and house sitting for a friend who's on vacation. And she has two cats. Now you're hearing Georgie in the background. So okay. We Frank, Georgie Frankie and Frankie. And Georgie. Yeah. Um, for those who, who don't know, I am self-employed, and so I can roam around wherever I want. And as long as I have a Wi-Fi connection, I can do my work. And because I'm self-employed, I make my own schedule, and I'm totally a night owl. So I'm often up until 2 or 3, maybe sometimes even 4 o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. which I've been doing all week. But last night, I was a good girl, and I went to bed at midnight because I knew that we were going to be recording this podcast this morning. Mm-hmm. Of course, last night is the first night, and I've been here now for seven days. Last night was the first night that Frankie and Georgie decided that they were going to get into a literal cat fight at 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Any other night, I would have still been up. Yeah. But of course, they interrupted <laughs> a very deep sleep to decide to fight with each other. And I'll, all of a sudden, I wake up to this yowling like somebody's getting killed. Are, so, were they doing this on the bed? No. They, Next they, to you? Well, the funny thing is, no, it's not funny. I mean, it's it makes sense. They normally hang out on the bed all the time, but now that I'm here and I'm sleeping in it, they won't go anywhere near the bedroom. So they were doing oh. this out in the living room kitchen area and just chasing each other around. And I suspect that Frankie was the antagonist because Frankie seems like an antagonist. So, um, yeah. So anyway, so that, so if I sound really groggy this morning, that's the reason. And so did you know that this was a cat fight or did you think somebody was being like strangled out in the, out oh, on the yeah, street? Oh yeah, totally, totally sounded okay. like someone was getting murdered. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. All right. And then I come out and they're looking at me like, what? What's the matter? This is what we do every night. Yeah, no big deal. (laughs) Cats are not pets. (laughs) They are wild animals that allow you to feed them them? and put a roof over their head every now and then. That is true. That is true. Well, yeah. I mean, same thing with dogs. I mean, all of the the cats have been domesticated, haven't they? Wouldn't you think they, wouldn't you say the cats have been domesticated like dogs? I it's think they different. can only go so far with the domestic with the cat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. I've had cats before, and I can see what you're saying, Jason. <laughs> I've never had cats, and never will. Yeah, we're thinking of getting a barn cat, like to live outside in the barn. Yes, to to get get rid of all these, you know, mice and moles and voles, and I don't know. If cats kill moles because moles are underground, but maybe cats dig. I don't know. The cats dig. <laughs> You'd be better off with the terrier doing that, I think. Yeah, the, the terrier does nothing. No. 
<laughs> it's been domesticated too far. Yes. Yeah. It needs to be injected into the wild a little more. She's too much of a drama queen. She would not survive one minute out there. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's been too domesticated. Uh-huh. Exactly. I'm good with that. Yeah. If you have an outside cat, sure, whatever. I still don't I still don't want one though because I know I know people that have had outside cats and they bring, you know, dead rabbit pieces and parts and sure. body parts of and they show it off to you. On your, oh, that's oh, what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. They bring it up yeah. and put it on the porch. Look and, like, what I got for you, Mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is not a domesticated animal. <laughs> no, I don't really want a barn cat, but the Hall of Famer the Hall of Famer does more than I do. So she'll probably win that. Just That'll like she be. ruined your health insurance. And my oh. back. <laughs> Okay, I think that's a good place to stop. (laughs) We might have to go back and delete that out. (laughs) Well, how much are you going to pay me? This is a song with words about a quiz that I'm singing. That should have been what this segment is. Okay, I'll tell you. It's a quiz. What do we know? Yes, it is a quiz. And Claire... As our third chair, and I might add, just a from what I've been told, a trivia boss, uh, trivia <laughs> queen, <laughs> trivia maestro, princess, princess. You get to pick our quiz topic today. So oh, we've got okay. three choices: mm-hmm. movies, U.S. states, or song lyrics. Oh. Well, uh, uh, I think I'll choose um, U.S. states. Okay. And I have a I have a very specific reason for doing so. I mentioned that I'm in Kentucky, and mm-hmm. um, I visited Frankfort, Kentucky, the other day, and I was taking pictures outside the state capitol. And um, there were these. I, as I was walking back to my car, I passed these this this these two older couples, and the one of the ladies held up her phone to her face and said, hey, Google, which states are commonwealths? And I, without even stopping, said, Massachusetts, Virginia, Pennsylvania, and Kentucky. <laughs> and I got it out before Siri could. And then Siri repeated what I said. And one of the, as I was continuing to walk away, one of the gentlemen yelled out, thanks, Google it. So I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of on a, I, I'm, I, well, I was going to, I was about to say I'm on a, I'm on a roll with the states, but that I might've actually just used up all of my state knowledge. Yeah, famous so. last words before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was, I, I was going to say it would be much, that story would be way impressive, you know, if, of you getting it before Siri, if she had actually been asking Siri. So right. the fact that you got it, she asked Google and you got it before Siri, you know, is not as impressive. Well, I thought. I thought that it was weird that she said, hey, Google, because most people, when they ask their phone, say, hey, Siri. So, but That's it was Siri's phone. voice who answered. Oh, Siri, now my phone is going crazy because I just said. Hey, oh, yeah. So, she, but she probably, yeah, like I think Jason said, she's, it's an Android phone. So you can say, okay, Google. Ah, gotcha. Or like if you have like. The Alexa thing right. for Amazon. The Google one is you say, hey, Google, to the same thing. Oh, like okay. Mm-hmm. Spy device that's in your house. Yep, yep. So who knows? Maybe that particular question will come up in this quiz. Yeah, maybe. I have one bonus question before we start. Oh, cool. okay. Do you pronounce the capital city of Kentucky Louisville or Louisville? <laughs> I pronounce it Frankfort. 
There you go. <laughs> Bonus points for Claire. Boom. Um, okay, so this is a Quizmaster special, and this is an old one because it's a 10-question um, quiz, and this is before oh. he moved to the Quizlet format. Ah. So we'll, we will speed right through this because Claire, lunch, Claire is ladies here. Ladies and gentlemen. Whoa. What is that noise? So that's my that's airplane air conditioner, and I just ran to shut it off. It'll oh, shut okay. off in 15 seconds. So. It sounds like you're standing on the tarmac. I know it's the loudest air conditioner ever. <laughs> wow, that is insane. <laughs> yeah. If you and it, feel free to edit this part out if you need to. It, it oh no, will, oh, leave it in. <laughs> oh no, leave it in. <laughs> it will. They're coming to us live from outside the hurricane area. <laughs> Jim Cantori <laughs> would like to know when he should show up. Yeah, forget Jim Cantori. Claire's out. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yes, it's basically determine the identity of the U.S. state based on the three clues provided. Okay. State name is what we're given then. Okay. I'm, I'm back yes, inside state now. <laughs> okay. Stay safe, Claire. Okay. Stay safe. <laughs> Number one. We dry off. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You dry off. Okay, we have three clues for each question. Number one, A, the 48th state. B, TK Littles won't be surprised to find many pairs of men's shoes there. And (laughs) now I know the answer. And C, a river runs through a grand geological structure. Mm -hmm. And grand is capitalized. impressive to me in person as I thought it was going to be, to be honest. Really? I've never been. Which is the opposite of what most people say. Hmm. You didn't find it impressive? Okay, first of all, what's the answer here? I think we all know this, right? Yeah. I think by the time I get to Arizona. Yes. But you didn't find I could have went with it's in a public enemy song, but you know. I know that song. Missed opportunities, yeah. I hope so. You didn't find the Grand Canyon that impressive. Um, I mean it's impressive, but people like hype it up so much. Because like, oh, sure. most people say, I knew it was going to be impressive, and I got there, and it just blew me away. And people are like, I cried looking at it, and I'm like, well, I didn't it's go awesome. that far. But. No, but people have, believe me. It's one of those things where I'm like, I see stuff like on a regular basis every day that's in nature that seems as impressive to me as that is. Well, yeah, we have determined the universe is awesome. Yes. Mm-hmm. If but, you're only if if you're only saying the universe is awesome and nature is great when you go to the Grand Canyon, you're missing out on everything else around you. That, I guess that's my point. Have you been down in the canyon itself, or have you looked I only from have the top? Not. I overlooked it. <laughs> okay, so yes, Arizona, we nailed it. Mm-hmm. Number two. Well, we think we don't have the answers. I no, mean, that's the we, answer, but we don't know the. We'll. We're, we're all in agreement usual, that that's right? the answer, right? Yeah. That's definitely the answer. <laughs> Uh, number two, A, in 1897, the New York Sun responds to that young girl, quote, 10 times 10,000 years from now, he will continue to make glad the heart of childhood, end quote. Mm-hmm. B, named after Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. C, arguably, arguably this Commonwealth has produced only three U.S. presidents. Uh-huh. I think I know this. I know it. Um, no, I don't know it, but I know it's one of the Commonwealth mm-hmm. states. I, I literally have no idea what th- that A clue is. Claire, do you even know what that is? I do indeed. It's a okay. very famous Yuletide tradition. In this state? Uh, no. Uh, everybody in the country knows this. Yuletide? Uh, yeah. It, so it, it has to do with Christmas. 
Mm-hmm. And it has to do with a letter to the editor. I have never in my <laughs> life heard of this. Yes, you have. Um, yes. I think I have heard of this. But I can't I can't tell you exactly what it okay, is. Okay, the, the answer is the state that I was born in. I'll trust you. Virginia? Virginia yes. would be my guess. Yeah, okay. that is true. And so this, the clue number one refers to, yes, Virginia, there is a Santa there is no Claus. Sa- there is a Santa Claus. Yeah. Oh, I love the fact that you went straight oh, to Virginia. Oh, yes. No Santa Claus. Yes, well, I do Well, there is know no Santa Claus. <laughs> sorry to break, sorry to spoil it for people that are still listening to this, but. Jason, first you attack Montanan drivers, <laughs> and then you say there's no Santa Claus. Yeah, well, <laughs> I wasn't attacking Montana. I was showing appreciation for Montana. Yeah, okay. Now, see, arguably, this comp. I literally didn't know, but but I didn't know that that was some letter from 1897. Yeah, so this little girl named Virginia wrote a letter to the editor asking if there's a Santa Claus, and it was the response that became very famous. So so was this the start of fake news, lying media? <laughs> Way back then? <laughs> uh, no, I'll bet, it, I'll bet it, it, it existed prior to that. Before that, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, <laughs> uh, let's break down clue C. Yeah. Arguably, this Commonwealth has produced only three, S- three U.S. presidents. Why is it arguable? I, you know, I'm not certain. Is there, I mean, I know, for example, that like uh, Illinois and Kentucky fight over Abraham Lincoln. So maybe mm-hmm. is, is there another president that Virginia is fighting with another mm, state? Okay. I don't know. Probably. That's probably what it is. Virginia probably trying to claim like everybody after George Washington. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's sh- how Virginia does. I'm sure Bob will explain in the answers. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, I, Number three, A, in the movies, in the movies, ghosts could come from there or it could be burning and ghosts and burning are capitalized. Yeah. Yeah, we know this. B, named after its, after its west, western border. Mm-hmm. C, the birthplace of the blues. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. <laughs> the birthplace of the blues. It's, it's, Isn't that it's... Missouri? No, it's kind of like a, this is uh, very much a... Blues is also capitalized. Well, because this is a a type of blues. Yeah, it's not, it's not like birthplace of all blues, I don't think. Okay. But I mean, people argue, this is just as arguable as C is from number two. Yeah. Um, Yes. We we know what this is, right? We know what this is because he gave the hints of ghosts, you know. Ghosts of, yeah. What's the state? Mississippi, Mississippi, and Mississippi Burning. Yes, the two movies. Okay. Uh, and obviously named after the Mississippi River. Uh huh. So it was the state named after the river, or was the river named after the state was named? Oh, I'm assuming. Excellent question. River. Uh, I'm assuming it's the river because Bob probably looked this up or already knew this. Probably. And he's talking about Mississippi Delta for Delta Blues is what I'm assuming. Oh, okay. Because there are a number of states, like you were alluding to, Jason, that would claim the blues as the birthplace. I would think. Probably, yes. Okay, Mississippi. Number four. A, Mm -hmm. only active diamond mine in the U.S. B, an impeached U.S. president was born there. C, world's largest private employer headquartered in this state's northernmost county. 
Um, How many presidents have been impeached? Two. Two. Yeah, I would go with that. It's Clinton and Nixon, right? No, Nixon was not yet impeached. Oh, that's right, because he resigned. So it was Clinton and who? I only thought it was Clinton. Was it Jackson or Johnson? I always mix up Jackson and Johnson. It's um, Andrew Jackson. It's the one from Tennessee, the jerk. Yeah, Jackson. Okay, so it's the twenty dollar bill, basically. Isn't that him? Or is that Andy? Is that Johnson? Jackson's on the twenty. I've seen one of those. I'm I'm rather. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not. I'm not familiar with cash money anymore. I don't live in that world. Jackson is on the twenty, I believe. Yeah, I think it's Andrew Jackson from Tennessee. Is was the jerk who got impeached. Okay, so is the answer Tennessee or Georgia? Because that's the only way I'm getting this one. It's Arkansas. Um, I, I mean, Arkansas. Arkansas. I th- yes. I, yes, Clinton is from Arkansas, not Georgia. Yeah. Right. I'm and not Arkansas getting it either is, Arkansas is Walmart, correct? Mm-hmm. And that's C. Yep. Oh, yes. I didn't know about the diamond mine. That I knew, and when when KJ read it, that was what came to mind because I've heard that as a trivia question before, but. I was mm. waiting for the other clues to confirm whether that was correct. Mm. Well, it's Arkansas, right? Yeah. Not Georgia. Correct. Right. Number five, A, the flattest and first state. B, George Thorogood's original band name. Mm-hmm. C, possible site for the future Tony Kornheiser show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming Claire knows this. Yes. Um. Who's George Thorogood? Thorogood. He's George Thorogood. Bad to the bone. Okay. And he had a band. He had a band name that I apparently don't know. The Blank Destroyers. Yeah, they ended up being George Thorogood and the Destroyers after he changed it from this state name. It was the state name Destroyers. Think about alliteration. Okay, so it is Delaware then. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. That'd be my guess. Well, a possible and, site for the future Tony Kornheiser show could be Delaware or Florida. <laughs> but isn't Rehoboth in Delaware? Yeah. Yes. Rehoboth. Yes. Uh, okay. So Delaware. Six. A. Home of the Cardinal. Capitalized. Mm-hmm. B. Northern border with an O state. C. A famous musical hotel. Yes. Got this one. Famous Claire? Hotel. I know. I know all of these clues. I got it from the first one, but the second and the third also. Which I mean, cardinal? Are we talking baseball? No. Well, yes, but not just baseball. I'm being. I'm being <laughs> obscure on purpose. I'm being obtuse. I'm still stuck on the third. Um, the third clue there. Oh come on. I, all song. I can think of is Heartbreak Hotel. No. It's a song? Yes. A famous musical hotel. You should both get this from B. Wait, remind me what B is. Northern border with an O state. An O is capitalized in quotes. Yeah. On a dark oh. desert highway. Oh. Cool wind in my hair. Gotcha. Oh, come on. No, no, no. Now, California. I, now I got it. Now I got yes, it. Yes, there we go. Oh, Hold on. The only 
wait a minute, northern border. Well, now I'm now I'm super. So Oregon, right? Yes. Oh, okay. So oh, I, was of, I was thinking yes. of the reverse, like nor like it was the northern border with an O state. Oh, okay. Sorry, I unplugged my headphones there for a minute, so I have no idea what you guys said. You guys got it right. You know, it's California. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Home of the Cardinal, not Cardinals, the Cardinal. Stanford. Yeah, yeah but you said both when I said ca- baseball. Oh, baseball. Yes, Cardinals. baseball. They have a baseball team at Stanford University, yes. I'm assuming, <laughs> plus many other sports. Got it. But are they the Cardinal? No. Nope. Yeah, they are the Cardinal. Oh, okay. not the not the Cardinals. There's... The Stanford Cardinal is the is the you know mascot. I never knew that. Really? No, I had no. I had no idea about. I that. didn't know that either. Who's the one with the tree? That's them. Yeah. The mascot S- in, in like like physical form is a tree, but it's the Stanford Cardinal. Okay. Figures. Not Cardinals. Okay, yeah. number seven. They try to be all elite smart people over there. I know this answer right away. Okay. Number seven, A, the maze in blue. Mm-hmm. B does not and does does not and does border on Border and Ontario. <laughs> See, Youpers live there. Yep. I didn't know that's how you spelled that. That's how Bob spells it. Oh, that's true. Maybe we should ask um, Ed if that's how he spells it. Hi, Ed. Ed or Kim or Garrett. Garrett, who is now, I think, back there again, right? Mm-hmm. Michigan is After the answer in... here. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you pronou- if you if you spelled Youpers U P P E R S, you're talking something else. <laughs> Uppers, yeah. Okay, number eight A borders only one other U.S. state. Mm-hmm. B sinking ship starts war with Spain. Mm-hmm. C home to the beans. I think I know this one. The beans. Beans B E A N S. Beans is capitalized. Oh, gotcha. That's another movie reference. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. Then I don't know this one. I thought I knew it. No, you probably do. It's not a very well-known movie. What's the name of the movie? The Beans of Egypt Blank. Oh, never heard of it. I've never heard of that in my life. <laughs> At least I That's think it was a movie. A movie. Maybe it was a play. I mean, it's some sort of fictional work. i tell you what it is. It's an unfortunate title for anything. <laughs> Okay, now I'm getting. Now I don't think I knew it at all. Borders only one other a, U.S. state. I'm assuming this is a New England state. It is indeed. Mm-hmm. Maine. Yes. Mm-hmm. I got that from Part A. Borders only one other U.S. state. Yeah. I would have guessed it from B. Sinking ship starts war with Spain. Yes. Mm-hmm. The Maine. It sounds like we are eight for eight here. I think so. I think we got them all, yeah. Number nine, A, technically home to two pro football teams. B, Tom's tribute song to this state's girls, popularized by Bruce's cover. C, Aaron's lucky shot got Alexander there. Hmm. So C has to do with Alexander Hamilton. Yeah, I I got it from B, 
Tom's tribute song. Tom who? Tom Petty? Tom. You know, I'm not even sure who the Tom is, but. I'm going to say probably Tom Waits. Oh, okay. To the state's girls popularized by Bruce's cover. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Bruce Springsteen's cover? Yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't realize it was a cover though. I, I'm thrown off by the two fro well, technically home. Technically is a great clue. Because uh, because they they play there, even if it seems like they should be playing somewhere else. New York? Close. New Jersey? Yes. Yes. I'm Okay, yeah, he's right. Technically is a great clue. What song is this? Isn't it Jersey Girls? It must be, because I'm that's what I'm caught up on. I that's didn't realize I'm, I'm Bruce like. ever did covers. I'm trying to think of a song that has new in it, New Jersey in it. Oh, gotcha. No, I, I think it's just called Jersey Girls. It's gotta be, yeah. Yeah. Th- okay. Yeah. Number ten, A, private location for B fifty twos. B setting for Napoleon Dynamite, two thousand and four. C, accounts for one-third of U.S. tuber production. I know this one. I think I know it. Pretty sure I know. Um, should we just say it? I okay. Mean, I'm thinking it's Idaho. That's, yeah. that's what I thought. Idaho? Mm, Utaho. <laughs> I, have been to the, I have been to the town where they filmed Napoleon Dynamite. I haven't been there. I've been to Idaho, Idaho, but I don't think I've, I don't know exactly where they filmed it. I would have been there before they, before that movie came out, though. I have been there afterwards because they made a big deal about the orange van and who owned it, and they parked it outside uh, the house. Yeah. Nice. Okay, yeah, I think I, the answer is Idaho. Can I backtrack to number nine momentarily? Oh, yes. Of course. To, to do a small clarification, the song is Jersey Girl, not Jersey Girls. And okay. you and you were correct um, that it is a Tom Waits song, and I just never knew that. I didn't either. Yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, okay, that's the quiz. Let's see how we did. We did a hundred percent awesome, is how we did. I think so. <laughs> Number one, Arizona, mm-hmm. the last mm-hmm. of the contiguous states to be admitted to the Union, February fourteenth, nineteen twelve. Michael Wilbon and many of his shoes reside in Scottsdale. 277 miles of the Colorado River wind through the Grand Canyon. Nice. Number two, Virginia. The Sun's famous editorial response to an eight-year-old's question, quote, yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus, end quote. Elizabeth I was the the Virgin Queen, although Virginia claims to be the birthplace of eight U.S. presidents, five of these, Washington, Jefferson, Madison, Monroe, and W.H. Harrison were born before 1776 in the colony of Virginia. Only Ah. Tyler, Taylor, and Wilson were born in the Commonwealth of Virginia. They're trying to claim basically all the Yeah, claim everybody. Yeah. Which, I mean, they were born on that piece of land. It just technically wasn't a state at that point. So, I mean, I would actually give give that to them. I would give it to them, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, two for two. Mississippi is the answer to number three. Mm-hmm. Ghosts of Mississippi from 1996, starring Alec Baldwin and Mississippi Burning, 1988, starring anybody know? James Morgan Wood. Freeman and Matthew McConaughey. No. Gene Hackman. Samuel L. Jackson. J- isn't Matthew. James Woods in one of those? He only says Gene Hackman and Willem Dafoe. Oh, okay. 
for Mississippi burning? That's what he wrote. All right, you keep going. I'm going to look that up. The state, <laughs> took, the state took its name from the river. Mississippi is Chippewa for large river. Memphis may be the home of the blues, but the musical form had its origins in the plantations of the Mississippi Delta, which is what Jason referenced. Okay, do you want me to keep going, Jason, or are you still looking Mississippi burning up? Uh, I'm still looking. Keep going. Okay, number four, we, we got right with Arkansas. The crater of Diamond's Mine near Murfreesboro, Murphy, Murfreesboro, Murfreesboro <laughs> was discovered in 1906. William Jefferson Clinton, impeached for obstruction of justice and perjury, but acquitted by the Senate, was born in Hope. Walmart's corporate offices are located in Bentonville, the county seat of Benton. Nailed it. Oh, Georgie approves. Uh, that's Frankie. Oh, Frankie. Frankie approves. Frankie's just not happy because I'm not feeding him. You're not paying I mean, attention I've him already, but, you know, he just wants to What's eat more? Uh Number five, we also got Delaware. Averaging just 60 feet above sea level, De Delaware was also the first state to ratify the Constitution on December 7, 1787. Wilmington native Thoroughgood's band was originally called the Delaware Destroyers. Browse About Books is located at 133 Rehoboth Avenue, Rehoboth. <laughs> and now we have the actual address. Or address, depending on how you say that. You still, you got it, Jason? Yeah, I think, he, I mean, he's right. I, I just... I thought Samuel L. Jackson was in that movie. Guess not. What? Which movie is the one with Samuel L. Jackson on the stand and they're investigating him? They're, I mean, they're interrogating. They're not for killing his daughter's rapist. That's yeah. a John a time to kill. Yeah. Okay. That's it. And Matthew McConaughey was also in that, and so That's was Sandra Bullock. There you go. And Kiefer Sutherland's dad, Donald Sutherland. Yes. Yes. Number six, California. The Stanford athletic teams are nicknamed the Cardinal after the shade of red, as opposed to the University of Louisville Cardinals named after the bird. California is bordered by Oregon on the north, and the Eagles named the metaphorical hotel after the state in their 1977 hit. Mm -hmm. Number seven, Michigan, maize and blue are the official colors of the University of Michigan. The only great lake that Michigan does not touch is Lake Ontario. However, Michigan does border the Canadian province of Ontario. Youper is a term referring to the residents of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. I didn't know that fact about the Canadian province of Ontario bordering Michigan, but it doesn't technically touch Lake Ontario. It's just all the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. Maine. I, mean, I don't, I don't the care answer. about that part of the country. <laughs> Maine. The East Coast. You, I'm, I'm not even on the East Coast. <laughs> Maine is the answer to eight. It shares its own U.S. border with New Hampshire. The sinking of the USS Maine in the Havana Harbor in 1898 was a precursor to the Spanish-American War later that year. Mm -hmm. And the home of all that plaid, the L.L. Bean store in Freeport is open 24-7, 365. So mm -hmm. it wasn't referring to beans of Egypt or whatever you called it. The beans of Egypt, Maine. Oh, my. He's saying L.L. Bean store. Yeah. So I, you got the I, bonus. I think, I, went, I think I went too deep. Yeah, you went. Yeah. No, you didn't go too deep. You went further. You went beyond. You're living up to your uh, boss title. Uh, number nine is New Jersey. The Giants and the Jets started in New York, but now play in the Meadowlands, located in East Rutherford. Tom Waits wrote and recorded Jersey Girl for, Jersey Girl for this 1980 album, for his 1980 album. 
Heart Attack, and Vine. But Springsteen made it his own when he began performing it in concert in 1981. Burr shot Hamilton in a duel in Weehawken on July 8, 1884. Hamilton died the next day. And number 10. We should go back to duels among <laughs> political cabinet members. <laughs> I don't think we're too and far That's all I'm that. saying about that. <laughs> that may be foreshadowing to be, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I think we're too far. Number 10, which makes us, makes us 10 for 10, Idaho. B-52s sing about living in your own private Idaho, 1980. Napoleon Dynamite is set in Preston, Idaho, census 5,204 people. Idaho produces a third of the nation's potatoes, which is the top vegetable crop grown in the U.S. In 2016, 55% of U.S. potato production went to making French fries. That I was going to say, it's, it's, we make a ton of vegetables. The most, the most prolific vegetable we have gets turned into something unhealthy. So, <laughs> yeah. so um, did you say you had a bonus question or did you already ask it? I've already forgotten. That was my, how do you pronounce the capital? Oh, effect. yeah. Okay. So we nailed this quiz from Bob Walsh. Yes. 11 out of 11. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Quizmaster. Always fun. Yes. Do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no or yes. It's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Answer no or yes. Um, yeah. She's been with us for the whole show. Can we move on now, please? Hey, how have you been? It's been a few weeks. I mean, not including the first hour of this podcast that you've just probably listened to, but maybe you're jumping right to feedback because you enjoy feedback so much. And in that case, hey, it's been a few weeks. How have you been? Oh, great. Yeah, it's good to hear from you again. I hope, you know, you continue to send in more feedback, you know, like whatever this feedback upcoming is, because I'm sure it's awesome because you're awesome. Don't forget that. Or else. Sorry, I know that sounded overly threatening. That's not how I meant it. Anyway, at Speak Tangents on Twitter, or speaking of tangents podcast at gmail.com if you'd like to send us an email. Who uses email anymore? Email is the facts of my generation. No, that's not right. Or you can just, you know, call us, which nobody does that. 406-905-1912. We'd love to hear from you in any way, shape, or form. But let's face it, it's going to be Twitter. Anyway, enjoy this feedback, and if you don't like it, blame yourself. Do we have any feedback this month? Yes, we do have feedback. We'll start with Twitter. Kim Wilson at Kim Wills 33 And she's talking about the favorite album from the year she or we turned 18. My favorite album from the year I turned 18, 1998. Wide Open Spaces by the Dixie Chicks. Five top ten sig- singles with three hitting number one. Great episode with Jeannie and Mark. So this is from, we talked about that with Jeannie and Mark, the, your favorite albums from the year that you turned 18. Mm-hmm. And I really liked Wide Open Spaces. Um, I think my favorite Dixie Chicks album I, is uh, an album called, I think it was called Home. I think that's my favorite, but Wide Open Spaces was their huge hit. Yeah, I never liked them. I I've always liked the Dixie Chicks. Unapologetic it's, it's Dixie Chicks thing. fan. I mean, why would you have to apologize? Uh, they're fine. It's just not my taste. Yeah, they're not a lot of people's taste. 
there it's too it's a little too lightweight country for me lightweight country yeah it's not real country music but it's like pop country they are the pre- they are the precursor to taylor swift yeah they i mean taylor swift doesn't have any fiddles or anything like that in her music but she started out as you know ob- obviously pop country yes i think the dixie chicks maybe at least with their later album turned into more i mean what today might be called americana eh, sort of but it was pop country at, th- at that time yeah. the album time i yeah. i feel like natalie mains is the least talented person in that band and gets most of the headlines that's true yeah. she gets most of the headlines i don't know if she's the least talented but she gets most of the headlines well the other two they're sisters right the other, the other two. two are sisters and they play they the seem, instruments yeah yes which is you know i mean I'm obviously going to lean that direction. <laughs> uh, but we did have quite a few people weigh in on this question. Bobby Godfrey cool. at Bobby Godfrey said, not a lot of albums I like came out when I was 18. So I'll go with any time now by of a revolution. Mm-hmm. OAR. OAR. Uh, Patrick M at F SF Podge said Stevie Ray Vaughan's Texas flood. Now we're talking. <laughs> and Sully <laughs> from Boston at rice twist said the album he likes the most from 1997. Let me guess. <laughs> It's got to be some Mighty Mighty Boston's thing. Yeah, Mighty Mighty Boston's. Let's face it. And I couldn't name any of their albums. I know, I know, like have like impression that I get is the only in my mind. They have one song, and it's the impression, the impression that, that I get, get with different words. The I've only never heard it. I can't remember hearing anything else they did. The only thing my brain associates the Mighty Mighty Boston's with is the movie Clueless. Were they in that movie? They were in it, and oh, okay. they had. Um, several songs on the, the soundtrack. Was it six versions of the impression that I get? No, I can't. I, I don't, I can't think of it right now. And I just stopped on clueless the other day. It was on some movie channel. I just watched it. I cannot remember never, the song. I've never, ever been a fan of ska. And is ska a mighty, mighty boss tone? I would say they are ska. Yeah. What is ska? It's a music genre. There you go. Okay. Yeah, they're in the movie as themselves playing some party. Think of them. sort of, No doubt was sort of sky on a couple of the things at the very beginning, too. Mm-hmm. But they, not real true sky. Sky yeah. is like horns and... Oh, okay. It's the bead and it's the... Just listen to a Mighty Mighty Boston song. I mean, honestly, I've only heard the impression that I get, so... Or that I can remember. I'm sure I've heard albums of theirs, because... You know, in nineteen late nineties, I was listening to a bunch of music, but from like nineteen ninety three or four to like mid two thousands was a trash fire for pop yes. music <laughs> or all music mainly. I mean, yeah. most most stuff from that most most songs that are um, emblematic of that era that ten years from I'd say probably ninety five to two thousand and five. It, that it's and it's not all music. Obviously, there was great music came out of that during that time. But it's like the stuff that you would say this is associated definitely with this era. It's all terrible. I think I don't like any of it. it's 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 this stuff. It's like Creed. It's Limp Biscuit. It's um, yeah. even the pop stuff. Like the popular stuff during that era was terrible to me. It just it just not, it's a bad era for music in general. Well, I think that um, I like the Dixie Chicks style more than ska now that you've 
Uh, it's, it's, it's a tough... It's a toss-up for you? It's Yeah, it's really... It's, it's a tough race right there. And Dave Clary at D. Clary Jr. says bridge mm-hmm. over troubled water. Oh, yeah, there you go. I'm obviously, on board with you know, that. Rolling Stones. Yeah. Yes, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got an email from Michael. How old is Dave? <laughs> hey, easy there on old people. Watch How it. old is Dave? <laughs> I thought Patrick M was going to be the oldest in this feedback we're reading with these. Because mm. I think Texas Flood came out in like 81 or 82. Uh, but when was Bridge Over Trevor Water? Like I'm going to have to guess 60, late 60s. 69, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, He's getting it done. He, I would have not, I would not have thought he was that old. Texas Flood is 83, FYI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. 83, okay. Yes. Well, great more, album. More from 83. We got this email from Michael Wind. Am I saying that right? Do you know W Y N D? That, that's how I would um, say it. Michael Wind. Sure. That's um, what I would guess. I don't think we've heard from Michael before on this podcast. No, so welcome so. to cool. the feedback, Michael. He Michael says from, lives in New Zealand. He's in wow. New Zealand. Okay, yep. he did not mention that in his message. That's uh, awesome. For me, he says it's 1983, and he's my kind of guy because he gives it top three. <laughs> top <laughs> I, three. I mean, I think we gave multiples yeah, when we were talking about this. Bite, altered images. He says this was their last record release and was musically better song-wise. I, I don't think I've ever heard of Bite. I am not familiar with this. I am not familiar with them either. Let's look I'm okay. going to Google this while... Google this, and then I'll go on to the next one. Color yes. by Numbers, Culture Club. Their second and most successful effort, a true all-killer, no-filler, multiple hits. Um, Is that Karma Chameleon, Culture Club? Is that from Color by Numbers? Probably. Because I, I had I had this album. I don't think I can ma- name another Culture Club song. Um, okay. Do you really want to hurt me? Do you want to make oh, me cry? Oh, I know that song. I is. like that. Song. I think it's actually called "Do You Really Want to Hurt Me." Karma Chameleon. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking up the album, so I'll give I'll give you the okay. actual. And while he's looking that up, uh, "Bite" is an album by the Scottish band Altered Images. Mm-hmm. Okay, so "Bite" was the name of the album. Yes, Altered Scottish Images. Scottish band. Okay. Yeah, I saw a. a female looked like a lady lead singer okay she was on the cover of the album i mean it, i mean could have been just you know a woman on the cover but there is a lady on the cover and let's see the band looks to be all male no okay. no wait no hold on there are lots <laughs> so it could of past, be like there are lots of past members so okay yes uh... claire claire grogan uh hmm. was the original lead vocalist so so this could be like, um, what's the band, the, the Cranberries, sort of-ish? The Cranberries? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. This they were all that, girls, weren't they? I'm, no, uh, I think uh, Dolores O'Riordan. Dolores O'Riordan and uh, two or three guys. Yeah. Okay, well, I just... This could be like early, before the Cranberries, Cranberries-ish. Or, you know, like Bork and Bjork and the Sugar Cubes, and, or like uh, Susie and the Banshees, that kind of... I'm just getting that vibe from the images I've seen. Well, uh-huh. it's interesting that you mentioned Susie and the Banshees because the altered images sent a demo tape to Susie and the Banshees. Okay. Oh, That's how they okay. got their start. Well, I better listen to these guys. Or like Florence and the Machine-ish. Is the, I get that vibe from, the, to name a more modern version of it. Mm-hmm. Would be Florence. I mean, Bjork is still around doing music, but she's just, she's solo. Um, And the third... The third album he mentioned is True by Spando Ballet. 
Okay, this is where we have to diverge from this. He said, at the height of their fame, this timeless classic came out. Every song, a work of art, and 36 years later still holds up. They never reached the heights again. Cannot agree with that. I'm with him. I had I had True by Spandau Ballet, and I enjoyed it very much. I we never made, we made fun of that album. <laughs> I only know True. I think is that the one? Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, because that's the only okay. basically the only hit they had. Well, they had Gold. Good, they had too, gold. That's a, yeah. Gold is a Gold is prime and right for being made fun of now. And I have to say, this I like the song. represents what I true. don't like about eighties music. I liked but True. I mean, it's so to maybe, each his own. Yeah. So, um, Claire, do you have an an album that you want to throw in? Well, it's it's funny when when you when we started this segment, I googled uh, albums of 1986. Yes, I'm one of the oldies, and um, you're not that much older than me. <laughs> I'm, clo- I'm probably closer to Dave Clary, but uh, but the first link that I clicked on said top 100 albums of 1986. And I thought, oh, well, I should be able to find something among 100 albums, even though mm-hmm. I'm not a huge, huge fan of 80s music. And the very top, the one that they put number one on the list, I just stopped right there and said, that's it. I'm not going to find anything else that I like more than this. I already know it. And it's The Smiths, The Queen is Dead, which is just so phenomenal. Yeah. That I don't even I have to go further down the list. I well, love. There you go. That was easy. That was listed as the number one album from 1986 on this particular website. Okay, I'm. What what website is this? Is this um, it's hi- a hipsters are us. It's a it's a, uh, it's a website called slicingupeyeballs.com. Okay, so okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Slicingupeyeballs.com. Yeah. Wow, that's a new one. But yeah, it, I mean, it, I like it, I like them. I wouldn't put that album. List some other stuff that they say is from 1986. Number two, Depeche Mode, Black Celebration. Number three. Okay, this is this is falling right in line. <laughs> number number three, REM, Life's Rich Pageant. Oh, it's trash. Number four, New Order, Brotherhood. Wow, this is. <laughs> Don't just keep remembering. This is 1986. Okay. I know, but okay. I'm saying other stuff. Okay. Came out in 1986. Besides, you know. This genre, this this direction, but you gotta admit, this direction was huge. So yeah, okay. it was it's number part number of the reason five. I don't like eighties music. Number five, Love and Rockets Express. Now here's mm. here's where it gets interesting. Number six, Peter Gabriel So, which I think That's, that every other chart would probably put at number one. Up there, I, that would definitely be number one out of the ones you've listed so far. Yeah. So what was number, on that album for Peter Gabriel? Was that his? That was the Sledgehammer one, Big okay. Time, In Your Eyes, Red Rain. I mean, it's just unbelievable how much good stuff is on that album. Yeah, that's oh. that's 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 the number one. That's for me the number so one far. for me so far. But yeah. let's not do all hundred. But give us the top no, ten. No, no. So no, se- let's do hundred. No. <laughs> seven is XTC's Skylarking. Eight. Eh, eight is. They had one song. Eight is Susie and the Banshees' Tinderbox. That's better. Nine is Pet Shop Boys, please. And 10 uh, is yeah. Husker Do's Candy Apple Gray. At least Jason's heard of all these. There are a few that I recognize. Pet Shop Boys, Depeche Mode, Smiths, Peter Gabriel. But some bands I didn't even recognize. Mm-hmm. You know, you have heard some of these Husker Do songs, or at least one of them. I mean, because look. You know, you you want me to tell you what came out in 1986? Yeah, go ahead. That I know off the top of my head. Go ahead. License to Ill by the Beastie Boys. Okay. 
Raising Hell by Run DMC. Okay. Um, Master of Puppets by Metallica. Okay. Um, had to be a Van Halen album, probably 5150. Oh. Gabriel would be a good one. Uh, all right, I'm just going to Google this. Hold up. So you, you, all of those that you mentioned would go above anything on for this. Me, smashing well, except your for eyes Peter out. Gabriel. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, definitely. That's my least favorite Beastie Boys album. Yes, which is the one that most yep. people go, yeah, and that's the one that most people, the my age, only know. That's the only thing they listen to, and they they didn't really get into what I really like to call the real Beastie Boys, which is in the mid nineties. Um. But Graceland by Paul Simon came out in 1986. I'm oh, looking it up now. Mm, so that might be my number one. I have something else that I, that that defines why this website is the way it is. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> up, up at the top, the logo, the banner says, Slicing Up Eyeballs, the legacy of 80s college rock. So it yeah. turns out that okay. this is a there college is. rock website. Yeah, that makes a lot rock. more sense. Yeah. yeah. Control by Janet Jackson. Invisible Touch by Genesis. Eat Him and Smile by David Lee Roth. I still stand by The Queen is Dead by The Smiths. It's one of my all-time um, favorites. True Blue by Madonna. Yeah, there's... So there Third are some, Stage by Boston. It's safe to there's say there are some good albums that came out in 1996. Uh, yeah. 1986. Yeah. I'm sorry, 86. Yeah. But thank you for Would making you me a decade younger. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, 5150 by Van Halen is what came out that year. But I would say probably for me, it's either Master of Puppets or Raising Hell. Or so by Peter Gabriel. All three of those. So is, great is to me. just phenomenal. Yeah. Graceland's up there for me. That's one of yeah. my top 28 song records of all time. So I have to at least pick it for 86 if I said that. Oh, Slippery When Wet by Bon Jovi came out in 86 too. Mm, I like that album. And I was I listened... never a huge John bon, jo- or bon Jovi fan. Looking back now, it's one of those where I'm like, it's not that great, but I listened to that a lot in mm-hmm. the late 80s. And I'd probably say the one I listened to the most is either Master of Puppets or Raising Hell. So either one of those I would go with. Okay. So I apologize for sending us down the college rock dead end. <laughs> no, no, no. That was, that, was a, that was good for me. I'm glad I Googled that to go... Is is this what came out in 86? <laughs> what, is, what is going on? Yeah, that's, but that's, that's, that's a very... Like- Kind of what we That's do. That's a very on this narrow podcast. lens yeah. to look through to get to those that to get to that top hundred. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm gonna. I move. looked up. Oh, well, I looked up the Culture Club's. Uh, oh yes. Color by Numbers. I'm just gonna read the tracks. Karma Chameleon. It's a miracle. Black Money. Changing Every Day. That's the way. Church of the Poison Mind. Miss Me Blind. Mister Man. Stormkeeper. Victims. I. I only know Karma Chameleon. Yeah, I wouldn't even say that's their best album. Church of the Poison Mind, I know as well. Yeah, I know. I've heard. I mean, I've heard this album. I had this album, so I've heard all these songs. But I, I would say so, probably this is not their best album. Maybe. But really, define best. We're talking. Yeah. Club. Look, I'm not a Culture Club fan, so. Yeah. Well, maybe you you you're not a Spando ballet either. Definitely not. So maybe you'll. Change, you know, maybe when you go listen to altered images. Yeah, actually, that might be, could be my favorite out of this if I had actually heard it. Okay, so we'll we'll finish up the feedback here. Switching gears entirely, Neil and Rockville at Neil and Rockville. 
Why was I not at all shocked to hear, quote, what is a mole sauce? Mm -hmm. Now that I look at its spelling, maybe KJ could make a special mole sauce, but she'd have to remove the fur first. (laughs) (laughs) I'd have to catch the mole first. (laughs) Uh, And uh, I was trying to clarify, by the way, in asking that question for both myself and a lot of people out there, I'm sure who listen to this, because I would bet that. There's a good chunk of, I'm not going to say a majority, but a good chunk of people who would not have any idea what that is. I think you're probably right. Uh, Phil Foster knows what it is at Cigar Raider. Chicken tacos slash burritos with mole sauce are Latin delight. Hashtag West Coast. And speaking of Phil Foster, mm-hmm. I, again, I want to thank him for donating that putter that I happened to win at Jingle Golf. Because of my back pain, I've sadly only gotten to try that putter once, but on the second hole, I drained like a 40-foot putt, so I'm keeping it. Cool. I'm excited about it. It was You should also shout awesome. out to Jason Miller, who... Yep, I shouted out to Jason Miller on Twitter, but I can shout out to Jason Miller again. Thank you for mm-hmm. donating the putter to me. Hey, Frankie um, Sush! The categories. Oh my gosh. Kevin Stanfield at Stanfield. Kevin says, I prefer my mole with a dry rub. Or my mole with a dry rub. Be careful to avoid the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and tooth, to, tooth decay, Todd decay at tooth decay says, when the discussion turns to bacon, did Jason say red meat? Yes. And there's a specific reason I said that. It, it was had to do with the jingle you did, but I cannot remember that jingle. It's called red meat. Okay. And it was about Jeannie eating bacon and other meats. Okay. Got it. They played. They played it on the show. It's it's a, uh, it's technically an original song. Okay. Because it's just a blue song. It's just a one four five. It was one where it had like a. It's a. It just I just sat down with my acoustic guitar and played and recorded it. This was like this is from the radio days. They played this on the radio like a couple of weeks before I visited the radio oh, studio. Oh, it's been a while now. On yeah. Tony, yeah. It's what three four years ago. At least. And from yeah, Will. So I was referencing that jingle. Okay. And from Will at Aquarium, D-R-N-K-E-R, he tweeted us an article from Delish.com announcing that Krispy Kreme now has a delivery service. They will deliver you donuts, apparently, in mm. some cities. And he says, um, it, it begs the question, is it okay to, um, is it okay if you get takeout delivered to another restaurant? <laughs> um, I would say no. It depends. Just like everything. It's circumstantial. It depends. Situational. And Claire, do you have an opinion on that? Um, I'm just thrown by the whole Krispy Kreme delivery service You're thing. You're still on that? Yeah. Yeah, because they wouldn't, I mean, the, they wouldn't be hot by the time you got them. The, I, well, unless they put it in like, something like the a pizza, you know, they... I, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I, Krispy Kreme donuts are great anytime, but when you get them hot, right? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, I know. God. But it's, so it looks like they're charging like an $8 delivery fee. Oh, that's just insane. Mm-hmm. That seems expensive. Yeah. yeah. And this, well, let's, I mean, we let's have be clear. Every... I will never get, Krispy Kreme will never deliver to this house. Not because I won't order it, but because they will <laughs> never come out here. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. This yeah, does we not have affect me. We have every delivery service that delivers, like Grubhub, Postmates, all those now delivered to our house for mm-hmm. any place around here. So, I mean, you could say go to the grocery store and get me, you know, something, and they'd go pick it up. So, 
May I'm I gonna, go? So go ahead. I'm just going to say I am siding with um, the black and white rule here with Jolene in the Hall of Famer. No, it's not okay to get takeout delivered to another restaurant. Yeah, it just depends. That's usually going to be my answer to this because I could. There's got to be a circumstance out there where it's okay. Yeah, you're right. Maybe there would be, but someone would have to lay it out for me. This, I would say, no. I'm not going to have Krispy Kreme delivered to my local coffee shop, for <laughs> instance. I just, uh, all I did when, one evening was uh, when we went to Chatter for Trivia, I just brought a box of Krispy Kreme donuts for mm-hmm. Jim. I know. I right in that. with it. Yep, and I think that's fine. <laughs> yeah, Babish brought a whole box of Amish donuts to our podcast taping there a month ago, whenever it was. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they were delicious. They were too sweet. It was like too much. I ate a quarter of one and felt like I was going to pass out. Oh, I ate an entire one. And yes, it was too much, but I certainly enjoyed it while it was going down. <laughs> um, no thing is too much. <laughs> and finally, we'll end here. Quizmaster Bob Walsh has asked us to announce an upcoming event. The event is the Summer of Littles 2. Coming up Saturday, August 3rd, 5 p.m. local time. Now, if you don't know what a little is, you probably don't need to listen to the rest of this. But for all the TK Littles out there, it's a get-together, basically, taking place all over the globe, he says. Again, Saturday, August 3rd, 5 p.m., he says the confirmed locations are Frankfurt, Michigan. Frankfurt, Michigan. Weathersfield, Connecticut. Dallas, Texas. Cincinnati, Ohio. Troy, New York. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Denver, Colorado, Melbourne, Australia, London, England, Lexington, Kentucky, Soldatna, Alaska, and the DMV. Cool. Uh, For more information like venue names or how to add your own venue or anything else, you can send an email to summeroflittles2, the number two, at gmail.com. Post on the Summer of Littles 2 event on Tony Kornheiser's Loyal Littles group page on Facebook or follow at Little Summer 2, again, the number, on Twitter. Yay, Bob. Yeah, that's that's a pretty cool thing. Oh, to, yeah. To know that many people are getting together all across the country. Mm-hmm. So that's a great idea. I think Bob came up with the idea. He did indeed. It's fabulous. Yep. Last summer, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so thankful that it's called Summer of Littles 2 and, you know, next year will be 3 rather than the first annual, second annual, because there is some debate as to what would be the first, second, third, and then I would get my numbers screwed up. So I like that he did it this way, Bob, that you did well, it I this mean, way, Bob. People that don't understand numbers or how that or language would get that wrong. I'm not saying you. I'm saying people who would name it wrong like that. Would not, would it gets named wrong all the time, though. People say the first annual. Technically, that's the second year of an event. Oh, we could end up going down a big rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah, we won't I, do that. But yeah. that's why I'm saying I'm happy he did it the way he did it. Actually, I don't really care that much. I was just making a point. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> what are you talking about? All right, that's it. I got nothing else. Do you guys? No, I'm good. Claire, thanks for joining us. Thanks yes. for having me. And uh, you guys have a good rest of the day. You well, too. let's just go for the whole week. There have we a good go. guest of the week. Frankie right. and Georgie say goodbye. Goodbye. Frankie well. and Georgie. Well. <laughs> All right, bye. 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 
Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Created by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. And speaking of Tony Kornheiser Littles, uh, today, Friday, July 12th, is National Orangeman's Day. So that seems about right. And speaking of Idaho, tomorrow, Saturday, July 13th, is National French Fry Day. And Sunday, July 14th, is National Mac and Cheese Day. And mac and cheese is always right. Uh, And it's also National Nude Day, as well as National Pandemonium Day. Yep, that also seems about right. Graphics by Jason I love snow peas, and I love you.